Hey, welcome back. This week we've been talking about MK11. We've been also talking about Star Wars, the new trailer. What else do we got? <laughs> Hellboy. Oh, Hellboy. Yeah, we do a lot Mila about Jovovich. Hellboy. Also, we talk yeah. about uh, the OA and a little bit of Matrix and Heroes, I think. And as tradition, at some point, I mentioned my hate for Halle Berry of Storm. And as tradition, I, I think we argue about The Last Jedi. <laughs> hmm. Well, I'm all out of beverages, so we might as well get out of here and let you guys listen to this podcast. Let it roll. Okay, guys. What's up? It's insane this week. We're getting so close to like... Oh, we've been recording. Yeah, we've been recording, <laughs> but obviously they'll, they'll just jump in right here because okay. what we talked about earlier is nonsense. But... Very nonsense. <laughs> but this week and the week and next, I'm sure it's just going to be insane. Tons of just comic stuff dropping because they're probably trying to take advantage of the end game stuff and other things oh, going yeah. on. So all this information... Mortal Kombat stuff, all yeah, these things I don't are understand. dropping. There's so many fandoms, like Game of Thrones, and all yeah. stuff. Like everything's happening right now for did, some reason. Did you see the Game of Thrones Oreos? Yeah, <laughs> there's Oreos, there's wine, whiskeys, there's several whiskeys. Like Scum and Villainy, which is a Star Wars bar in Hollywood, yeah. is now Game of Thrones bar for like a, I don't know if it's a couple of weeks or if it's going to be for the rest of the season. Right? That's weird. I want to get tickets expensive. to that Kevin Smith thing that's going to be there. I think it's probably uh, sold out already, but hopefully when I get my paycheck this next week. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, also. They uh like Kevin Smith does stuff like every week in LA. So <laughs> I don't know about every week. Every week I only see it like once every maybe two months. Or oh so. really? Because he just announced something else at um the Improv on like the twentieth or something. Yeah. Well, I think they don't talk about like comic book stuff there. I think they just talk about movies. Or they just stuff. make hand gotcha. puppets and the, <laughs> the lights. The whole night. He does do a lot of stuff though. Yeah. He's got his hands in a lot of. And puppetry. So we were saying earlier, that Vince is the only one that hasn't seen the new Star Wars trailer. Yeah, so... I was saying that it not much actually happens, but you have to be very quiet at the very end because mm-hmm. a lot of people miss the end, and they were like, what the hell was this? Coming so, soon. So, so many people miss Palpatine laughing at the end, mm-hmm. and they were like, what? Like, they were like, what? There was nothing that happened. They were like, except effing Palpatine is laughing. Is back. Yeah. Right after, they were like, no In- one's ever truly gone, and then like... He, he's like maniacally incarnate. Also, they, they had a preview in there. Well, they had Lando, but they also had a preview of uh, BB-8's new buddy, uh, oh. Dio. Oh, the new toy. Dio. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's like he's like a candy corn on wheels. Is he like the black drone? No, he's, he's, he was right there. Oh, he was yeah, in there? He's right, he a little candy corn on wheels. That was by, That's not my thing. It was uh, Ruth Ann from uh, Geek Chic. Came up with that term as the best like description because it's a little like droid candy corn. Oh, okay, yeah. Little freaking... What does it look like? A icing topper. It's awesome though, Lando. But um, still in good form. Yeah. Here's the funny. One of the funny things. Obviously, I despised the Last Jedi. And <laughs> it only got worse as it went along. And so a lot of people loved the Last Jedi, which is kind of weird. It's just very like a big. I thing. I genuinely loved it. I did too. Like, I watched yeah. it a couple times, and I I didn't find anything that I didn't like. I would mm-hmm. watch it again actually yeah. right now. Let's watch it right now. <laughs> right now while we're. Podcasting. But I also don't come from like a hardcore fandom. So yeah, we're a little too young to have hit that fandom. Evil Palpatine laugh. <laughs> I'll put these memes up on the on the link, but they're pretty hilarious. I feel like the people that you know, at least that I did not that did not like the Last Jedi, were not excited for this. But like this got people excited. Yeah, and also they they kind of revealed, or at least to me, that it was going to be like the final chapter. Like they're not going to do the every. Year oh yeah, they were yeah. Planned. So well, they've been they're talking they're going to finish that. this saga. Mm-hmm. So it makes me wonder uh, what actor are the star wars fans going to drive to suicide this time oh gosh i think i talked about this last podcast i watched a soul pancake interview with the jar jar binks actor and he in detail talked about his suicide attempt like when the star wars fans went crazy and then Mm -hmm. like kelly marie tran like 
being driven off. Like on, it, it's like, okay, so who's the actor that's going to be in this movie that everybody doesn't like? Oh, goodness. <laughs> like, violently. I feel like, you know, the originals, uh, people didn't like the Ewoks very yeah. much. Like, people that were, like, hardcore Star Wars fans I actually liked them. I'm a huge Ewok fan. I, I also think... It's <laughs> so, like a Lula. When that... It's a little was, song they sing. When that was big, like, that, they were uh, marketed towards us. Like, when we were kids, mm. it was Ewoks cartoons yeah. and stuff. Yeah. So I think the fact is, like, just like the porgs and stuff, they're not for us. Yeah, like they're for like your your girls, you know, like to to like buy toys and stuff like that. And they're just <laughs> side characters. You know, Ari actually has she has uh, was it what's the one Ewok uh's name? I can't remember the name. Uh, Wicket, no. Wicket, I think his name. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. she Wicket. has a big stuffed Wicket. So it's, yeah, like which is I, funny way to say. I just I actually re- I knew the Ewoks before I knew Star Wars because as a kid that was the Saturday morning cartoon. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, the Ewoks. Yeah. I forgot about that yeah. college. Oh my gosh, that's another thing Lu- Lucas probably wants to forget. The Ewoks, <laughs> that cartoon, and, and the Star Wars. Christmas special. See, well, Star Wars Christmas special is a whole other thing, but uh, I, the the Ewoks, uh, whole like the cartoon and all that stuff. I mean, just coming from a kid who wa- watched it when it was out, like I loved it. Like, there's a lot of cartoons and shows and stuff from when I was little. Like the I don't I can't remember one that I didn't like because I probably just forgot about it. But like the fact that I remember it and remember it fondly, mm-hmm. like I, I think it worked. Like the you know they marketed it towards kids, and I had a good time watching it. Like I enjoyed the magic in it. I think I even had the playset, mm. the, all the tree the treehouse playset thing. Yeah, but I don't know. Yeah. Intriguing. I want to go through this like scene by scene though here because uh. I want to talk about like why I think the people that didn't like this movie, mm-hmm. like obviously J.J. Uh, Abrams got to me, and and I want to go one by one on why. All right. So at the beginning here, like we see, you know, she's here and. In the last couple movies, I feel like she didn't do a lot, like mm. fighting wise. Yeah. Like, you know, you take a look at the oh. prequels and the fights are like insane. They're all over, especially the last one where it's like CGI so, fights. Yeah. So oh. that's an interesting take because, like, as a lay fan, is that the word? I don't know. Sure. Um, <laughs> I, I thought that it was pretty cool, mm-hmm. um, the fighting and stuff, but I was sitting back watching these arguments of how they were like, she can do too much. She's doing too much. So she's a Mary Sue. Yeah. It's interesting to see like both sides of people who dislike the movie because like you feel like she didn't do enough and other people who didn't like it felt like she did way too much. When you say the Mary Sue, I think they say that like she got to the point to where she could do like the Jedi kind of stuff mm-hmm. way faster than Luke. Luke in the first movie doesn't like do anything besides at mm-hmm. the end when he like, you know, shoots the, like use the forest when he's shooting out the guns. Like, Oh, the oh, bomb okay. down. Yeah, with the, the bomb thing. down. Yeah, that photon torpedo or whatever it is. That's like the only thing he does with the force in yeah. that whole freaking movie. I didn't like how she she could just jump right into like this level of yeah. forcedness. That's what I'm saying. That's what people are talking about with that. I feel like that there wasn't a lot of lightsaber action in these movies. I could the see first that. two. There wasn't there wasn't like like choreographed there was there was choreographed battles, but they weren't professional at all. Like in the sense of both people fighting shouldn't have looked like amateurs they look a little bit more like real life well they, they were just both like hacking at each other so we're like, like monty python we're style. like when it was luke and uh anybody else they all had like a stance and mm-hmm. they all had like this ta 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 kind of like action to their fighting mm-hmm. where these guys were just like Wah, flah, and then like she's falling down he's yeah. falling down and, like, he's supposed to be so- like almost a jedi he's supposed to have the same sort of techniques so that yeah. still confuses me though because like so is it too refined or is it not refined enough the like fighting chore- choreographing was 
more towards like emotional than it was like technical. So that that says to me that she's not a Mary Sue because she didn't arrive too too quickly. She's in the in between. Like she's not like yeah. perfect yet. She's like kind of raw and emotional, you know. To be able to like use the force to summon things to her mm -hmm. is That's is something thing. where it's like whoa, that took Luke like two movies. Yeah, <laughs> he's like he's so like that across the room like trying to get yeah. Like, Come on. Even like bit. with like when they put the thing in when he's in the ship and they put mm -hmm. the things over his eyes and he has to like you know he's use trying the to force learn. to I feel like there's yeah especially at the beginning of that one I don't want to rehash the last movie a lot but mm -hmm. uh, but like he's learning the force throughout the movie and kind of being taught especially in the second movie was the whole reason was like he goes to Dagobah to learn mm -hmm. about the force and so there's a large part of that movie where he's just trying to learn crap but. Uh, yeah, she's she's. I feel like in super this gifted, and and I, that's awesome. Like, and I love Ray because all of a sudden she's just able to like summon these things into fruition, like for herself. See, mm. What I got from the movie, without like having this deep like knowledge of like all the back like story and stuff, is that the, the whole point of the Last Jedi was that anybody can be a Jedi. It's not a special thing. It's not like something you have you have to be born to do. You have like special chromosomes or whatever that thing was. Mm -hmm. And in realizing that, you can arrive at it more quickly. So it's almost kind of like a denouncing religion kind of thing. I'm not saying I agree one way or another with this because I don't want like the comments of like where my personal life is. But like <laughs> in the movie realm, it was kind of like if religion says the only way you can get to the afterlife, heaven, whatever, yeah. is like this one being right. or entity. Uh, but then like someone realizes like, oh wait, there's like a lot of ways to be a good person. It, um, that's the parallel then, for sure. And then I, I feel like that, so that's what I got. I don't know if it's intentional or not. I got out of it is like, she she kind of like knew like, well, I don't have to, or she figured out like, I don't have to. She like, broke the mold. This is like a new generation, like, like it said. I, I don't have to go through like years all and years the training, of training and stuff. All the fighting, like a, all the like training. Pointless like wax on, wax off kind of training. I could just like, decide to to be yeah, that's like part know. of the hero's journey though like mm -hmm. and that's why it's kind of lazy writing to like jump from one to the other i can see what you're saying except like what i was trying to make a point was like i thought that, that was the point in the writing would be like it kind of defies all the things and yeah. i know that's part of what people who didn't like much mm -hmm. i didn't like but i thought that it wrapped up into that core idea of like it's kind of the opposite of what you've always known. It's a new chapter. It's definitely the opposite of anything that's in not only in the old movies, but mm -hmm. also uh, I know that they vastly ignore the books. But that's pretty much the opposite of everything that's, the that's books, written man, that way. And I feel like crazy. that's why Star Wars, like there's a a large amount of people that read those books and mm -hmm. have gotten into the comics and and the movies. Mm -hmm. And so like to where when that's, someone comes up like Ryan Johnson was like, and they were just like taken aback, like mm -hmm. what. But anyway, mm -hmm. I feel like with the first two movies, there was a little bit more like raw fighting. And if you take a look at the Phantom Menace there, or any of the other movies, there's like a lot of jumping around and choreographed, like what choreographed. Whoa. The only lightsaber scene I remember is between Darth Maul and I forget who, but also Yoda when he goes like ham. Yeah, those Yoda's two, nuts in that third one. I mean, it, yeah, there's acrobatics, mm -hmm. there's martial arts, there's... But there's none of that in the first two of these movies. No, like this is like even to what you were saying, Rod, this is... A, it, it shows like that they're trying to have a different generation because mm -hmm. J.J. Abrams is doing this next one again. He did right. the first one. Mm -hmm. Ryan Johnson's did the second he's, one, and J.J. Abrams is back for this third one. He's mm -hmm. literally setting the mm -hmm. foundation for this new Star Wars. Yeah. So this is what we're. What I'm trying to, to get expect. to is like here, yeah. where she has a lightsaber out, and uh, she turns and she kind of waits for it to come after her, and she makes this jump. It's obviously a lot more like those prequel fight scenes, mm -hmm. which are probably what people didn't hate from the prequels. I feel like people hated more the goofy characters, 
like just the odd, sometimes more mm-hmm. jokiness of it to where it was just weird. But I feel like they've kind of gone back and rehashed a lot of stuff in this. It's interesting it, it to see them, them grow too mm-hmm. as you know this new generation unfolds for Star Wars. Like I want to see where what their pinnacle movie will be in these mm-hmm. sagas or, yeah. or or you know whatever they decide to do. To me, like I thought it was quite clever to take the franchise and kind of turn it on its head for Last Jedi. Mm. I, I get why people didn't like it. But uh, just as somebody kind of sitting back and kind of casually watching all the other movies. And then, like, the prequels were my first introduction. But I was still, I was in high school, and I wasn't in really into sci-fi at that point. Um, so I feel like The Force Awakens was, like, my true, like, I'm an adult. I, have my, I can buy my own movie ticket, go yeah. out whenever I want to see it. And I liked I liked it. I felt like it was a really, it was what uh, Vince describes as uh, buffet mashed potatoes. Mm-hmm. They're just fine. You can add stuff to it, mm-hmm. but it's not, there's, like, no salt in it. You know, so, like... Like it's kind of safe yeah. for everybody. Like everybody a too smooth. You well, need a little bit of lump in. Well, like everybody like eats it. They're like, sure, this is fine. You know, like I felt Force Awakens was like, sure, this is fine. Like, yeah. I yeah. If somebody I, asked me how it tastes, I'd be like, it's potatoes. Yeah, it's kinda. not bad. <laughs> like it's not bad. It's like you know, like it was just fine. And then like I thought Last Jedi like took a chance. Yeah, and I dug that. Um, but like once again, I didn't care enough about it to like fight mm-hmm. with anybody about it on the internet because like I'm like I get it because I hate Halle Berry's storms. So <laughs> everybody has their thing. Everybody's you know? got their of course. Quirks. So like I, I don't know I mm. I, I now that it. you pointed out though I do see like she's seems more trained in here. Mm-hmm. Like I wonder if there's like a definitive like timeline of like the time between the movies. Maybe like, yeah. I wonder what? if they'll say if they'll show us too. You know. But yeah. I, I kind of even though I joked at the beginning, I, I kind of am curious like who the Star Wars fans are going to crucify this time around. It seems yeah. to be a tradition now. Every movie, they drive someone off the internet or to suicide. Like, Don't uh, let it be Lando, because he's just really cool <laughs> well, with no, all no, his it, capes. It's, 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 never, it's, to be... it's never a legacy character. It's, it's always, always new someone people. new. Well, I feel like the legacy character, people wouldn't give a crap whether or not you but like they, uh, it. It just wouldn't happen to them is the yeah. thing. Not like, with it, that many capes. It, it's always someone new to the game is always like more heavily criticized. And I get it's a fandom thing. Like, Well, I mean, it, Leia did like, Overdose. What if like a portal opens up and Rick and Morty jump out, <laughs> oh, and gosh. then also Solo from his own movie, The Young Solo, he just, like time warps with Mar- yeah. Mar- Morty, well, like just, a Lego movie or whatever, where they show up. <laughs> I'm just curious because they're bound to introduce something new besides right. Do. I don't feel like people threw a fit in the first one though. I mean, like maybe I know that there were some hardcore like readers when Disney bought Star Wars. Like I said, disavowed like all those books and put it into like, oh, it's a separate universe called Legends or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so they were mad at initially about that. But I don't feel like there was a large backlash against was, the first uh, movie of Kelly Force Mitchell Awakens. Was only in Last Jedi? She's only in The Last so Jedi. So with The Force Awakens, I remember the thing that I actually remember being like the thing I heard from all my like hardcore Star Wars fans was like, it paralleled the story to one of the original trilogy. Hmm. It was a New Hope. It would be, I think so. Yeah, to where he's kind of and, okay, and because it, it was like it was another Luke. Death Star, like, yeah, it, everything. And, and I was like, I don't, I don't know. I mean, sure, like I, because this the actually in this case, the people I know, the, the same friends were like the prequels weren't enough, like the <laughs> the <laughs> original. And so now, like this is pretty much the original. I went back and watched like New Hope or whatever this was parallel. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's pretty much like. Very similar, like yeah. beats, which everything. is probably like I mean, Ryan Johnson, his or not Ryan Johnson, um, J.J. Abrams seems to at least know how to kind of like take what is new combined with combined with the old and trying to put it together and make like okay, this is probably what the fans would like a little bit, mm-hmm, and right. I and I know that I don't know if he wrote that first movie, but I know that Ryan Johnson wrote the second movie. It's fan like, service. So he wrote and directed it, and uh, I feel like he may 
personally, I think he didn't go back and do that kind of what did the fans really want kind mm-hmm. of thing. Kind of like we have a Kevin Kevin Feige in the MCU, and I harp on this all the time. You know, yeah. like he loves these like the loves characters. Marvel and the characters, and he was like, you know what. I, I want these things to be more like the characters. And so I don't want to like go off making new stories just randomly. And so I feel like that might be a little bit of a disconnect. Mm. I, I mean, like someone in the Star Wars fandom could probably answer this better than mm. uh, someone that's not like hateful could probably answer this better than I could. But like, <laughs> please don't be hateful. I, I, I almost feel like they just shouldn't make any more Star Wars movies. I'll like, be with you on that one. Because, well, <laughs> I enjoy them. But Don't I feel like for Star stop. Wars, well, no, okay. So if they should keep making Star Wars movies. I think Star Wars fans should stop going to Star Wars movies. <laughs> I think everybody else should go to Star Wars movies. Hell yeah! Because I feel like uh, I ever since your Star Wars is dead. Ever since the the original trilogy, like the prequels, this new trilogy and stuff, mm-hmm. I haven't heard anyone unanimously just be happy with any of the Star Wars movies. The prequels. You have purists out there, man. Ooh, I mean, did you like the 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 new Indiana Jones movie? No, I actually enjoyed it until the alien thing. Um, it doesn't hold up to me as the classics, no. but it was fine. The chimpanzee thing was a little weird. Um, it it didn't ruin it for me. But once again, Indiana Jones was another one. I loved it as a kid, but I'm also like not like I'm not. I don't like worship that. Phrase. It was a little more difficult for me. Like it's it's more like the X Men thing. Mm-hmm. Like I just kind of stopped seeing X Men movies like urgently. Like when new yeah. X Men movies come out, I'm like, sure, I'll sometime maybe rent it or whatever. But like, yeah. I I kind of feel like that uh, Star Wars fans should be like that for Star Wars movies because like I know Fox is just gonna ruin whatever X Men does at any level. Now with Disney, I trust it a little bit more. But like, I think with the people that were in charge of X Men, I just I just knew I was never gonna be happy with it. So I I, I feel like for the most part, Star Wars fans. There's enough of history now. It's like, you know, nothing's going to... You should just pretend nothing but the original trilogy happened, I think. I mean, <laughs> mm-hmm. it, it just seems that way because I think everybody's just going to be happier with it. I don't yeah. know. I could be wrong, but... I feel also... I think that they, they just recently came out and said that they're not going to pretty much make any more Star mm-hmm. Wars movies. I, I know that they're making a TV show, which yeah. is kind of weird. That I think that Favreau's doing it, isn't he? No, I think no, John Favreau's cool. doing it. But um, I, liked, I liked the Clone Wars cartoon a lot. Mm-hmm. I think that was a really excellent cartoon. I don't know if you ever watched it, but like, it's really good. Mm-hmm. I might now, though, because I just heard Disney Plus is only going to be like 6 bucks a month. Yeah, six ninety nine. So, But like it's interesting. It's a long series. I think there's seven seasons in it, but like, and there's cartoons, so it's 25 mm-hmm. episodes or whatever. And it's I feel like it made me l- dislike the prequels less because it gave so much in between because it's in between like certain prequels. Mm-hmm. And so like it gave you more of like an idea of like, okay, I can live in this world now. Because at first it was, I feel like the prequels were very too cartoony. They were too like, I don't know, the new CGI as well as the goofiness mm-hmm. uh, that that same Indiana Jones had compared to like the set in like almost like a really a real world of the the old Indiana Jones. I think that really separated people, especially like that first one coming out of the gate with the Misa Jones. Like, what the world See, is this? <laughs> I, I'm going to be honest. I enjoyed all of that. Yeah. Um, I, I liked all the movies back then I, when they came out. I The only thing I remember being at that age, I had, I had been, what, like a teenager when those came out. Mm-hmm. I, the only thing I remember is like Hayden Christensen not having the greatest dialogue delivery. Mm. Uh, the but young kinda, Anakin. Yeah, I kind of just accepted it. It's kind of, 
I don't know. I don't know how much. You should you rewatch talk. that first one. So, but it's po- pod racing. Well. See, I, cool. I pod racing. I, I don't know if. See, I love the pod racing. Like I, the pod racing game for Game of awesome. Color was like my favorite. Thing <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot time. about that. Like and, and I love like because to games. me, to me, pod racing was kind of like uh, Vampire Baseball from Twilight. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's like and and uh, Quidditch <laughs> from Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. It's oh, like yeah. little boys' dream come true. Like like magic like, football. This could be like, made into a video game. Or like <laughs> if I could be Anakin and pod race, yes. Like that like I would totally do that. I would build my own junker and go race. That would look look fun as hell. Mm. But um even then when I think back on it, I kinda accepted the Star Wars universe as kind of having kind of that campy dialogue. Even if you look at like Harrison Ford and Carrie Fisher's performances, they're a little over the top. Like it's very like that has to do with time too. Mm-hmm. Like seventies. And so kind of like and I guess we'll touch on a little bit later in the podcast, but like Vince and I saw Hellboy last night. So Mila Jovovich, people have been panning her performance. Um, but you know what you're getting when you get her in a movie. There's enough movies out there that you just know. Like I, you're not you're not gonna expect to get like Meryl Streep, you know. <laughs> but we'll talk about that. <laughs> She's a got later. one gear. So is it which is hot. Yeah. And hot and like kind of badass. Um, she she's a vampire. But uh, the woman we'll get, we'll doesn't age. She looks exactly the same as she does she did in Fifth Element. So we'll we'll get to that a little bit later, but we'll keep going with the uh, maybe hotter. We'll keep going on with this trailer. So like Lando's back. They talked about having Billy D in the last movie, uh-huh. but um, and I'd heard that he'd shot some stuff for the last movie or tried to, and I don't know if his health was bad or something else was going on, but they obviously didn't include it and they didn't talk about it at all. But uh, he is obviously one of the few left from the originals that is alive. Oh, <laughs> and so and or not killed off <laughs> in the movie. Lando. And so I was like, oh. I know what can get people excited. Lando. Bam. Put him in there. And so we got Lando. And Chewie. And not only just Lando, but Lando in the Falcon going, yeah, I got my Falcon back. Yeah, I know, <laughs> kind right? of deal. Finally. Because, you know, I was in that, in that uh, solo movie when he's like, he like lost it. And he lost I'm it, so but glad like, we get to get find it back out. one day, you know? Like, that was another thing they just decided to add was that front piece of the Falcon. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that was in the book from back then. Probably back not. In the day. None, of the book, not. none of the books are canon now, I think. Uh, yeah, like I said, they, they all moved everything into this thing called, I think, Legends Universe to where they're like, that's that's the old stuff. We're making new things. Yeah, here. so I mean, okay. But and then I'll get to that a little bit too in a second here. Uh obviously they're like back on uh where Job was a job of the hut. I can't remember where he was at. Was he on Tat- Tatooine? I, I literally don't remember. But anyway, they they we got people fighting on those kind of mm-hmm. boats, like, hey, back to that movie. Remember the third and you know, Return of the Jedi? Yeah. And then we got on uh, then we got a scene with this medal, which is one of the medals that was oh. given to them at the end of the first movie. Oh. So like, oh, I thought it was the more. golden compass. <laughs> the golden compass. But and then oh. we got CGI Leia, which we we were like, what is we she gonna CGI be even background too? Exactly. CGI everything, I'm sure. But. It's a maze balls. But uh and then okay, here's a big thing. Piece of Death Star. Is that what that's supposed that to be? That looks like it's supposed mm. to be the piece of the Death Star. I see it now. That I, didn't know, I didn't catch it the first time. I thought it was a planet. That would make sense, though, because Death Star like was the size of a planet, and it mm-hmm. exploded, and we hadn't seen any parts of it, which is like... I thought I was on Titan for a second. <laughs> and so we got them moving up on it, and so that's another thing where they're like, fans, look, Death Star, fun! Yeah. And then, then you get to that part where you see the Death Star, and Luke says, Fan you know, no, you know, nobody ever goes away or leaves or whatever mm-hmm. it was he says. And then you hear Palpatine laugh. And then you're just like, what the yeah. heck? Palpatine, he's the guy that I hated in the first movie. And I <laughs> love this. You know, and then coming back. Final thing in this trailer that I think that they got the fans excited that might have been slightly not happy about the last movie oh. is... The Rise of Skywalker. 
the rise of Skywalker. So who the hell is Skywalker? Is she a Skywalker? Is she Skywalker now? Is I, that why they were hugging? Is that why Leia, CG Leia, I, and Ray were hugging? I've always suspected, even after Last Jedi, like that. Okay, so I'll, I'll parallel this with the MCU because, like, I can follow the MCU. When we left Endgame, like. MCU fans, me and our friend Ruthann, everybody who went to go see it, were like, "Holy fuck, they just killed everybody!" <laughs> and, but then people who didn't, who didn't follow like the movies and stuff, like, yeah. "They're all gonna be back." You know, they're gonna be back. They don't kill anybody. And I'm like, "Don't spoil this for me. I'm in it." You know. <laughs> so like with the uh, Last Jedi, like they're like, "Oh, you're just a regular person." I'm like, "She's not a regular person." Like, but, but then, like, but then the Star Wars fans, we were like that. I talked to later, were like they couldn't make her a regular person. I was like, "I don't." I don't think they're gonna stick with that. I think that was like a beat for this movie. So like, yeah. but like, but you keep kept kind of kind of going back to being like, well, then anybody could be, uh-huh. you know, a thing. And well, that I was feel the like they would have. I feel like if Ryan would have made this third one, which he was originally mm-hmm. slated to do, he would have continued that. I figured he'd been like, oh know. no, she was no, she's just whatever. And that like, I feel like JJ is still going back to like, mm-hmm. hey, we all the stuff that people liked in the first, you know, from the first one that I did. Let me bring a little bit of that back I and make this, people happy. I melodramatic drama. I still think though that. <laughs> I think I don't know if if they take back the anybody can be a Jedi thing. I think that'll also be a huge disservice. It's like a huge backseat. But like I think that there's a way to make it work where she's a Skywalker, but also like anybody can be a fucking Jedi. Like like they like they I I kind of want them to prove that Luke wasn't really special to begin with. Like he had made himself special. Like I think that'd be really cool. Mm. I think that'd be a really strong uh, to me. That'd be a stronger message than like. Well, if you don't got it, you're just gonna be poor the rest of your life. You know, your bloodline. It, I think uh, it was originally kind of yeah something that went along the bloodline, but then when the prequels came out, they're like, oh, it's also it's this everything else. Thing but then they there. did, yeah. Then 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 there, were, there was a. Uh, you can test of whether or not you're a Jedi with a blood test. What like was? That. The, well, oh weird. yeah, is that what it was? <laughs> yeah, it was for a blood what? test. Yeah. And uh, God, what movie was that with uh, um, Samuel Jackson? That's one of the Star Wars one, the, the, the Phantom clones, Menace, the very first Phantom one. Menace. So that's like how that. they. That's when they you, found him. They tested him, and they're like, "He has the highest medichlorines I have ever seen." <laughs> Which another thing, the guys, it wasn't them. That was I forgot about like, that. Was originally, but <laughs> not at the time, but afterwards, I kind of chalked that up to like you know, in human history, like medieval medicine wasn't exactly on. You know, like we believed like bloodletting was a way to let like bad spirits out of your blood, right? Maybe it's similar. like when you're sick, they they blood let. To get, yeah. make you feel better, you like do cocaine, you know, or you maybe just take some antibiotics. And you do right. a little bit better. Like I don't know, just like, put some newspaper well. over it. Either way, I I know and I've seen online that there seems to be a lot more people excited about this. So and from just this teaser trailer. So like a question, I, I know I'm probably gonna like this either way because I liked Force Awakens, I liked Last Jedi, so I don't think I think the the very least. I'll like it fine, like mashed potatoes, you know, like mm. buffet mashed potatoes, like Force Awakens would be fine. Uh, as a Star Wars fan for yourself, if this disappoints you, are you done with Star Wars, the movies? I think I'm still going to be done with Star Wars. <laughs> like, to be honest, I'm yeah. just, it's kind of like the in the Matrix movie, that first Matrix is like amazing. Uh-huh. And then the second one, you're like, what? And then the third <laughs> one, you're like, okay. <laughs> and then you're like, do I really want to watch two and three if I go back? Like, I, was, I showed the first one to my daughters, yeah. and they're like, awesome, is there more? Like, no. <laughs> I, I know this. I don't know how. Actually, I don't know how popular this opinion is, but I genuinely loved all three. The first one was definitely the strongest. I mean, there's nothing yeah. like it. But I, I two liked, was awesome. I, I thought two that, was great. I like that instead of uh, just trying to do kind of like lip service, they actually went the whole philosophical like circle. Everything. Like they they finished the cycle that they had started. 
at the beginning of the first Matrix movie, like philosophically. But that all being said, mm. I'm not sure what I think of of the rumors of this reboot sequel thing happening. Oh, there's a Matrix reboot. Now. I think there's talks about it. Mm. I don't know. They I should have. put Matrix. I don't know. Like, was it Wachowski's Star Wars? I, I honestly don't know. I I just <laughs> heard like murmurings of like they might try to reboot it or like a sequel it or something. I don't know, but. I'm just a little... I see a crossover. <laughs> Star Wars Matrix crossover. I, I, I'm just a little like hesitant, mainly because like, if you look at the philosophy of the Matrix, there's not a lot of places it can go. It'd have to kind of go on a parallel story or something. Like mm-hmm. Continuing would be, be a little weird because it literally just go through another cycle. Exactly, ended. like they talked about in one yeah. of the movies. But there's like, so this many... has just happened over and over for years. But if you're into <laughs> philosophy, I would encourage you to watch the second, two, all three of them, but especially second two and three again because it there's so many. Like I'm still, every time I watch it, there's more philosophical, like, properties and things explained that like I didn't catch the first time. Like they took a lot of time to like put all that stuff in there. Like but, uh, if you haven't seen the OA, that's kind of it matrixy in a sense. Kinda <clears throat> it's more multidimensional than it is uh you, you're in it in like a you're stuck in a one reality and then when you get out it's like bugs and the, shit. Yeah, the, the OA is a little bit different than Matrix, but kind of, it's, it's similar in the way that, like, if you just They're watch trying the first, to escape. If reality. you just watch the first season um, from beginning to end, during it, you're probably, like, amazed, and when it ends, you're, like, really let down. Mm-hmm. But then when you watch the second season, you're like, holy crap, like, this second season couldn't have happened with another ending mm-hmm. without it. Unlike Heroes, mm-hmm. for me, Heroes' first season built up so much, and then that ending was such a letdown, and it never really, like... You could tell it was just like a budgetary thing. Yeah. You know, but like the OA, like it, it, it may have been budgetary, but like the second season, it feels like reading chapters of a book and like you're you're seeing how things like happen and it couldn't have happened other ways because it's so like tightly written. Like mm-hmm. I feel like Fringe is also kind of in that list of things as well with the multidimensional kind of like they, that that writing wasn't like trying to escape reality to get to another place like these other two mm-hmm. are so i guess not as much if french had the multi-dimension thing i feel like it was it was more written like as the show went yeah the oa feels like brit marling has written the show or she has it all up in her head it's there because there's too many things to tie together it's so tightly wound yeah like there's there's no like thread left on like counted in in the show it's it's crazy mm. i know you didn't like the end of the first season of heroes I loved the end of the first yeah. season of Heroes. Like I, I know that like there was a lot of stuff that you were like, "All oh, right, I want to see all these guys like, starting kicking some butt," and then like nothing really happened. There, and Peter like, Petrelli, they're supposed to be heroes, right? Yeah. <laughs> the main, the, like, I, I would if I if I could like have something that that I didn't get in the original run of Heroes is I remember well there was that end of the first season, but then mm-hmm. I forget what other season it was. Peter Petrelli and someone else, maybe Siler. Like they left a room and then the door closed and you just see like light flashes under the door. Mm-hmm. So it showed it like kind of implies that they have they're like, fighting. fighting. I think it's the first season. And I'm like, I, it wasn't the first because you didn't see Siler that early, did you? Yeah, he was there. And uh, I don't know, maybe. Okay. Yeah, I think it was like a flash forward or flash back or something like that. Huh. And then you I, see them like for some fight. Reason, for some yeah. reason, I felt like it was another season because they hadn't like let they haven't like taken that. Le- I don't know. Any, either mm-hmm. way, like that scene, I was like, I want to see the other side of that door. Yeah, like, I just never got to see like. The heroes have like one big CG battle. Like, yeah, which I got. I get. I mean, it was. I still love the show. I mean, even though everybody else like hated it by the time it ended. But like, I don't know. It's. Yeah, I remember Hero showed up. There's a guy actually named Hero. If you've ever <laughs> seen this show, H I R O, and he kind he showed up and he was like a badass from the future hero, and he's like in the all leather with like his with his swords, and he's like, yeah. oh Peter, <laughs> and he's like, and he spoke English. He's, he, I spoke like without an accent, like. 
it's just weird. I think that was that same ex- episode where he shows up. Oh, okay. But uh, yeah, I, the ending, I, I don't know, I almost, I, don't, I think I almost cried in it just because, you know, if you've never seen it, fast forward 10 seconds, uh, like Peter's brother, like, saves him like because peter's like i'm gonna oh, okay. i'm gonna explode or whatever and peter's brother's like you know no you're the good one you stay uh-huh. here i'm gonna do it and so he dies for it like kind of yeah, deal yeah. like the sentiment i get because it was mm-hmm. a soap opera writer that wrote the show yeah, yeah. but because he wrote he wrote some other like cw show oh, i forget what it was it was some like uh like family drama kind of thing which I get seventh heaven, almost. It wasn't that. <laughs> exactly. that, that was WB, like that. right? Was it? But but it was. It, I I understand why they got him because it was something that it was that interconnected, mm. you know, thing. But they didn't. They needed someone else to have like the uh, like the sci-fi element, yeah, you know, in there. Mm. Um, anyway, that's that's. I just remember waiting to waiting because the name of the show is called Heroes, and I'm just like I'm like waiting where where's the heroes at? Right? Yeah. <laughs> like, when are they going to well, show up? Was, oh, so I, I mentioned earlier Mila Jovovich and the Vincent I'd seen Hellboy. Mm. Um, won't spend too much time talking about it but i know people want to hear like thoughts about it i thought it was a lot of fun if you tuned into uh nerd rage with geek chic uh, our friends chris and ruthann uh i i was in the chat kind of like giving my two cents about it i don't think it was a bad movie i don't think it was a good movie to me it was pretty much aquaman but with fire instead of water <laughs> like because it visually there was a lot of really cool stuff like yeah. if you stay through the credits well if you go see it you might as well stay through the credits because there's like an end 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 credit thing. oh weird like right like they they actually turned the theater lights on before this so we actually thought there wasn't going to be something they turn the theater lights on they start cleaning the theater and then the end scene happens so like there's something at the very end um but the credits there's so many like cg com- compositors on it there's like so much cg work David Harbour, I don't think it was him or CG artists or makeup artists or whatever, but Hellboy's facial expressions were hands down the best part of the movie. It looked like they were lifted from comic book panels of his facial expressions. And they, and they also kind of looked like that they had set up the entire scene to arrive at those expressions. Um, and I had mentioned on Chris and Ruth Ann's uh, live stream that it, it was kind of like if you either go like a little high or if... <laughs> You go with like headphones and just play Iron Maiden the whole time. It's like one two hour badass music video. Like, <laughs> so basically, it's kind of like a Wizard of Oz thing with Pink Floyd, where you're like, "Hold on, I'll watch this Wizard movie of Oz with is like a good movie." Iron Maiden on. There's like, there's like <laughs> it. It just like there's so much visual stuff happening, but you can't think about the the sequence of events because there there is a plot technically, but like it's so disjointed. It feels like the storyteller changes every five ten minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so you're like, so you know, like, uh, well, you have kids. Like I have like uh, nieces and nephews. Yeah, it's like I all know. of them are around you trying to tell the same story. Oh, you yeah. Know? That's what it felt like in movie form. Yeah. Like, and then there was a witch, and then oh, and then 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 they found the, the psychic, and then oh, Hellboy, he went. And to at the, some point, you're just like, uh huh, uh huh. That's kind of what. It felt oh, look, like. pizza. <laughs> and then minor minor spoiler. Um, it's not. It doesn't really do a lot with the plot, but there's a psychic in Hellboy that's like his sidekick, kind of. Mm. I think she's aware she's in a movie because at one point Hellboy Mila Jovovich is the the Blood Queen. She's the main villain, and uh, the plot of the mo- the the only part of the plot of the movie is that the beginning is. She's a big evil. She could take over the world with like uh, plagues. And she's stuff like, yeah, that. she's like a sixteenth or sixth. They kind of generation witch or something. They like kind that. of explain that she's responsible for the Black Plague. Like, mm. so they you can't really kill her. So the only way to do it is King Arthur took Excalibur and cut her into several pieces. They cut her head off, cut her arms off, and her legs off, and then put them in separate caskets and spread them around the world so she can never be reassembled. And so, of course, like centuries later, Hellboy is like trying to prevent someone else, some who, crazy who's person, going, to put, not put, it put it back together. And so, like Hellboy's talking to the 
this psychic sidekick and he's like, what do we need to do to defeat her? And she says something to the effect of like, kill her enough to make sure she doesn't come back for the sequel. <laughs> and I was like, was that like a weird British like statement or does she know she's in a movie? Cause it's like a Deadpool thing. I kind of thought that because it, it was just shy. I felt like I might, I need to go watch it again and see if she actually did this. But in my head, I thought that she started to like glance at the camera and then didn't. Mm. Like she's like, it was like so like, wink. Yeah, or maybe it was just the tone of voice. He's like, "Well, obviously we got to kill her enough so she doesn't come back in the sequel." Yeah, you know, like I dug it. I thought the you know the overall plot was was just that you know it, it just worked because it was that was the overall plot. But the like subplots is what kind of made it confusing. And then uh, too ma- adding too many characters at once it was also a, another thing that kind of made you uh, the processing very slow through the movie you're like so he's the what and you're the and you're supposed to and then he's supposed to do what i had a lot of questions yeah that's what it is like because they keep you're, introducing things, and they're yeah. like, where did that come from? You keep probably questioning. Probably like a comic book thing to the where they're like, let's movie. try to shove as many, you know. But then there were things that they explained in great detail that didn't amount to anything, yeah. in my eyes, that like forwarded the plot a whole lot. Are you going to see this movie? Nope. Okay, so <laughs> I don't know if this is part of the comic book lore or whatever, but so King Arthur is like canon in this world, and he is the one that slays the Blood Queen. They So they introduced him at the beginning of the movie, like yeah. centuries before, and so you don't know like in what aspect, but you're like, okay, well, King Arthur is like related to like Hellboy or like the sidekick or something. Like, obviously, like they, they there's, why would they even introduce this whole story plot line, you know? Mm-hmm. And like specifically make it that it's King Arthur and the Knights of the Round Table and stuff. And then they like reveal like the big twist, quote unquote, in the movie is that like King Arthur actually like had a kid with someone and then that daughter begat another daughter and got a daughter that like somehow escaped to hell and like fucked Satan and then had a kid and now it's Hellboy. Oh god. So like he's like the but then either Satan or a demon and like one of King Arthur's descendants and I'm like, okay. But then he was only summoned by that one person Baba. at in this like circle of nazis like oh yeah yeah yeah, that thing so like that's none of that shit made sense at all the nazi thing was from the original movies okay yeah there was the nazi thing but like them summoning hellboy even though he is the product of the devil and the girl like and then him coming out of the rock like what did he like i think there's none of that stuff connects i think they were just summoning like demons in general and yeah. something went wrong, and that's why Hellboy ended. They ended up with like an infant, or maybe but he like, like zapped from hell. But my my point of that was that that there was really no consequence for him being a descendant of King Arthur. It was just like a weird side, like like isn't that kind of cool? And like, but why did you explain that in such great detail, but didn't explain to me like because he could, any of the other characters like yeah. there's a power that the psychic has where if someone's recently deceased, she can touch them. And then it's hard to explain, but she vomits out like their soul. That's like half spirit, half like intestines. Corpse. Yeah, it like comes out of her intestines and like comes out of her mouth, and it's like all wet and sloppy and stuff. And then the person can talk for like the dead person can talk for a short period of time, and then like re-enters her body, and then she starts throwing up, and it's like, okay, what was that? Like <laughs> she even says it. That's another reason I think she knows she's a movie because they're like, are you all right? She's like, I just fucking like vomited a dead soul. What do you yeah. think? Like. What just happened? Like, I don't know what that was. It was just like... And then she's exposition. like... She was punching spirits out of people. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> so that was another thing. So the whole movie, she doesn't have any... So they start revealing like little powers that kind of connect with the psychic. I don't know what the whole throwing up a spirit thing had to do, but it was like the closest thing I could think of like when a when a psychic like holds a seance and then they like, summon a spirit. Mm-hmm. Maybe that was their visual description. But then, yeah, they were fighting and she starts punching these undead people and... This, and like 
it's, it's like the Hellboy. Spirits. So like Hellboy obviously like just like slashes them up and they. Yeah. By the way, this movie is a hard R rating. They start cursing ten seconds of the movie and don't stop, and the violence is so gratuitous you can't go like five minutes without like Mortal Kombat X ridiculous level of violence, and it's all very realistic. Like, if you ever imagined what it would be like if a, a giant, like, walked through a town, it's it, it's like... It's, Slaughtered it, people. Well, it's like ants. Like, people are like ants. You just see, like, sides of heads and intestines. And stuff. Like, it, it's it's insanely realistic. There's a lot of corpses. But yeah, they're fighting in, like, this forest, and, like, Hellboy's just slashing through people, like, these undead people and stuff. But then, yeah, the psychic starts, like, hitting them, and their spirits, like, leave their body, and then they just fall, I'm like... What was that? I want to know more about that power. Even she was like, "Oh shit, what is this that I I, I couldn't do that before?" Like that was that was the thing. Like she had all the questions that I had. You know, she was, <laughs> she was, she was like, "I just vomited a spirit." Like even the people in the movie were confused. So oh, I don't know. Like, but all that complaining uh, or like uh, criticism of the movie, right. like I still had a good time. I think it's kind of worth it, but. Um, I well, so one of our friends, Sparky, like posted like he had like four dollar ticket codes for Hellboy. I'm like, you know what? If you get that code, you won't be disappointed. Yeah. I think if you paid like I wouldn't pay like a premium price to see like, you know, um, some we're, like Vince and I are part of AMC A list, so like we pretty much see movies like every week with no difference in cost. We can but, see up to three a week. But like if we were in like a regular ticket, and if I like had thought, well, maybe this would be a cool movie to see in IMAX and pay twenty five dollars to see it, I think I'd have been really upset. But yeah. Like, but like, if you're paying like some sort of discounted price, or it's like less than ten bucks, I think you'll have a good time if you like that kind of stuff. I really enjoyed being in the Dolby. What was it? The we Dolby. Were, we were in the Dolby Cinema. That Burbank so, one. Yeah. That's really great. It's got the I subwoofers. I tried to get in that with with Infinity, uh, or sorry, with oh, Endgame, yeah. and I just couldn't. No, it's, it's got the subwoofers in, in the, the chairs. chairs. <laughs> yeah, but uh, the, and on the ceiling. But the two things is, if you don't, if you can't handle like a lot of violence. Then not for you. And if you if you don't like a lot of like strong language, then it's definitely not for you. But if you're in the sci-fi world, you like metal music videos and lots of violence. Oh, yeah, like you'll just have a good time. Yeah, uh, you just can't think about the plot. What did the audience do? Give us uh, sixty three. So that's over half. Yeah. Uh, obviously, the critics effing hated it, but yeah, it got sixty five. The audience oh, liked it. So I mean, that's not so, horrible, but it's still like no. a D. So like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's a passable movie. Well, I guess the D I, isn't really passing, or maybe. It the uh, I can't remember her name is like Baba something is the witch that's in the house that walks. Oh is yeah, it Baba Yaga from yes, the, is, it's Baba seriously? Yaga. Seriously, it's Baba Yaga. Is that a known thing? <laughs> no, I, that's from. I didn't know if it was real. I thought it was it was uh, Ant Man too. Remember when he's like Baba Yaga? Ooh, then the ghost girl shows up in Ant Man too and like takes his stuff and he's like, oh, oh Baba Yaga. Oh okay, yeah, no, she's she's, she's real. She's a character in this movie. I didn't know that that was a real she, character. She ever. was the coolest. Was she wasn't up. really a villain. She was kind of like a side <laughs> villain that you can tell it's going to be like a problem in the future if they do a sequel uh-huh. um but her scenes that animation of her character was so guillermo del toro yeah mm-hmm. like it was that part was actually cinematically beautiful those scenes where she's talking whoever did that character it almost felt like it was directed by a completely different entity nice like that was really really cool baba yaga, i didn't yeah that's it, fun. wow I, I yeah remember you that know name. baba yaga <laughs> you know the you know now that you mentioned that it kind of gave me the same vibe that uh dusk till dawn till Till Dust Till Dawn or whatever that movie was that he also did Guillermo. Oh. And uh, or no, was that uh No, so, that's Tar- so, uh, that was Tarantino. Tarantino so this yeah. this movie, another little like last teaser I'll put in there, there's a moment where he he actually gets Excalibur since he's a descendant of Arthur. Mm. 
when he, he could first, take it out of the stone. When he first touches that sword, he has like this vision or flash forward or something. Mm-hmm. And I won't even try to begin to describe it. Like, just hang on, because that is the most over... Like, I laughed like a hyena when that happened, but also was like, this is ridiculously awesome. <laughs> like, it's so stupid. It, it was just like... It would have been stupid for them to try to make it logistically work in the movie. There was like, yeah. you know, F it. We're just going to do it. Like, mm-hmm. it is, you know you want to see this scene, so we're just going to throw it in there. That's what I was going to say, because it's almost like they were like, yo, last movie, you only saw him with the horns and the and the fire and the crown and all that for a little bit. So this yeah. time, we're going to do this whole big-ass scene like, where I guarantee you see all of it. When this movie goes to home release, that clip will be one of the most highly viewed YouTube videos ever. Like, <laughs> yeah. it, it's such an amazing but stupid, ridiculous, doesn't make any logistical sense. If you're trying to think about, like, what's happening in it, like, nothing makes sense. But it's just a bunch of visual, like, vomit that's amazing, you know? Like, mm-hmm. uh, so it's stupid, but it's ridiculously fun, mm-hmm. like, that scene. So I, I, to me, that was, like, the best part in itself, but not with the rest of the movie, necessarily. Yeah. It nice. was so sudden and jarring, but it was like, you know what? Just going to drop it in here. Like I remember going, uh, we go to the house of... Uh, M? No. <laughs> House of Secrets comics in Burbank quite a bit, and uh, I usually take the girls. And and when they were younger, they just pick random comics, you know. Nice. Like, and so uh, I remember Ari picked up like they used to do like little little kids comics, and it was like this little drawings of like Hellboy, and and, and it was mm-hmm. like a lot of DC stuff. They used to go like Little Titans, I think the ones Ari used to read. And they had uh, she picked up Little Hellboy or something like that, and <laughs> I was like, all right, whatever. And then she also picked up My Little Pony. <laughs> nice. And we go to go up front and. Uh, the lady behind me, she's, I don't know, I don't know, I felt like she's just being a super snob, but she was like, oh, I hope that girl picks the little Hellboy one and not the My Little Pony. <laughs> like, look at her boyfriend, like, yeah. I, I was just like, understand why fans won't let people just be fans of other <laughs> things. Like, just like people enjoy things. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I always remember. I know, I was never really a big fan of Hellboy. I like, I didn't really, I didn't really read the comics. So I'd like, I'd I've actually read loved the comics. Yeah. If you guys, if you guys have read Hell any Hellboy or know anything about it, like I was never really interested. Nor would I think my parents would let me probably <laughs> read it when we were younger. You know, X Men alone was already creepy enough for my parents, especially my mom. But <laughs> it's like I don't mutants. Know. But before we run out of time, I think this is a good segue into one of the other things we want to talk about since yeah. this is uh, the release dates coming up here. Um, so we said like Hellboy has like these Mortal Kombat levels of violence. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Mortal Kombat 11 is coming out. Yeah. By the time you hear this, it'll only be a couple days. Um, I'm obviously I'm excited because I love Mortal Kombat, but I'm extra excited for two other reasons. Is this is the first like Mortal Kombat release I've been like following the hype for since Mortal Kombat 3. So mm. it's been literally 20 years wow since i followed this fandom so like i'm so excited like as soon as people were talking about like there might be a new mortal kombat game coming out mm-hmm. i started like keeping my radar up and then the day they announced it i was like there like I, and then our manager almost got us into the announcement event you know in oh, that's sweet we and, were in talks with uh the guy that w- uh was the kung Lu- or luke will you tell him i can't yeah, remember the that, damn that thing details might not i don't we can't talk about it yet because it might not happen <laughs> but then um we followed all that stuff and then they did something brilliant they like utilized the internet to like market it mm-hmm. go figure so like Mortal Kombat started like the, the NetherRealm Studios who's doing the game started doing a live stream almost every week where they would reveal like one two or three more like new characters they'd give them their own trailer and then they would spend the live stream with uh, one of the developers who would explain the lore and then also play through the character and kind of show like technically what's happening in there like these are the things you can do to like their strengths and weaknesses and you can do it to combos and stuff, but also like this is the story and stuff. 
Um, so it just it has been really exciting because I haven't been this excited for fandom since I was what eleven when Mortal Kombat came out, like two came out. And then the next thing was like Katana was always my favorite character, and so I was kind of waiting because they it, it was unlikely they weren't going to include her because she's kind of like Liu Kang or Scorpion or Sub Zero. Like mm-hmm. if you don't put it, if you don't put one of those characters in the game, it's just not going to be accessible, right. successful yeah. version of the game. Yeah. So, but they they never they kept not announcing her. They announced like other characters, like vague characters and stuff new characters it's like the band it's like the one hit wonder they're like well play that song they yeah. wait till the very very end like and, it is and so like they finally put out this trailer for the tv like tv commercials and she was in it but they didn't announce that she was gonna be in the game yet we're like wait what like it, but she was like the main character her and scorpion and then finally this friday they did a combat cast and they officially announced her and she looks freaking amazing do you think they um, did that on purpose like they, they accidentally blast. leaked it Oh no! It wasn't it, like it, it. It was like a TV commercial. Like I think mm. they, I don't know if it was just out of order. Or they purposely like, like yeah, like kind of didn't announce it officially. But It'd be like out. a pre-internet thing because they know. I'm sure they know that people would be like, "Wait a minute, what?" And then yeah. obviously a billion videos on. Did you see that one thing on whatever YouTube? You know. Also, like one of the good, developers, good theory. one of the developers of Mortal Kombat 11, um, is the former world champion as Katana, mm. like or several championships as Katana, like one of the leading things. So it's really cool. Like now, like 20 years later, is Ronda like, still Ronda Rousey is Sony Blade? Okay, um, mm. the voice of Shang Tsung is the guy that played him in the movies. Oh, cool! Your soul is um, mine. And then there's other voices that are like I don't know video game voice actors. I think there's some politics going on. There's some people returned, some didn't, and stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, with Katana, like she, it's weird. I put this in a post on my personal. Uh, socials but like all of the characters but specifically katana have always been like kind of like ethnically vague because literally over half of them are from another world yeah so like katana canonically is from edenia so she's edenian her race is fictional Hmm. so i think the original katana was like a cuban woman and then didn't they have like an italian girl too no it's been cuban and then there was like a german puerto rican woman who played her like there's there's been like and then, but this, even though then they hit the 3D era, so they weren't actors anymore. But now, like the way the CG's gone, like it's so um, detailed, you can actually start seeing like ethnic like characteristics and stuff. Yeah, this is probably the first time, and I I thought of this when because of a previous podcast where you'd mentioned like isn't Katana like Chinese or something? Yeah, well, like, well I, I figured like, like for some odd reason I thought she might be like Asian yeah. just because the you know the word, like a ninja, word katana like, yeah ninja yeah. Like. and a lot of the characters were <laughs> I don't Asian know. and stuff and so like I thought of it because I was like oh, I, I could see that but like um she has never really been like, pinned down as that mm-hmm. this time when they did a reveal she is so distinctively east asian like they they it, it's at least an appearance mm-hmm. even though yeah. like she's still a fictional race it was like that's really cool to see that it's not just because like I'm also asian but like it, it's it's neat to see them kind of carry on the tradition of like these are fictional races and characters. They could just be anybody. You, yeah. you hit on yeah. um, some some uh, facial expressions in in Hellboy. This mm-hmm. game, like the facial expressions in the CG, the level of detail is just astronomically this crazy. Game, it's the, ridiculous. This game is like one or two clicks away from just being a feature film. Yeah, like it's not perfect. It couldn't be like a feature feature film. But if they like fine tune some of like the facial movements and stuff. They could just use this to make a movie. Like, how many gigs did you say the game was? <laughs> well, so this is. Re- I wanted to bring one, that so up once again. I so on the Switch version. Um, once again, I don't know if this is typical or not or whatever because I haven't followed any games for twenty years. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the cartridge for Mortal Kombat Eleven is like six gigs. 
but then the downloadable content's like 15 or 16 gigs That's to play the game. Nuts. Yeah. So the total game's like 25 gigs. I guess the size of it's kind of large, but like I didn't realize that supplemental material being larger than the actual game. <laughs> but that's like, how like, like that's how gaming's kind of been for the last okay, like 10, yeah. 15, I don't know about 15, but 10 years to where like they're completely, I don't think the new systems that they've been talking about have like CDs or, or places to plug crap into. Yeah. So they, it's, it's just going to all be downloaded. They're, well, they're practically learn, like moving away and just basically they're be becoming PCs to be honest. Well, you can, you can get just a download version of MK11, mm-hmm. but I guess they decide to go with like a cheaper cartridge that just has the six gigs on it. Or yeah. Something. Uh, it but they want you to download the DLC and like they'll, they'll, hey, this game only 50 bucks or oh. 60 bucks and then like then oh the dlc is you know. it's not even dlc it's required gameplay is it? okay. DCL? so the, it's the day one download <laughs> it's the 15 gig the extra 15 gigs is just to be able to play the game oh okay so, so it's can, not even like you can't play it out extras. of the box okay like Woo. um or that's Sorry. what i said at least but uh the i, I thought like that was really really i like how we're two-fisting <laughs> yeah. i know right I, I thought that was like really cool because they like a that the game's still going on like over 25, 26 years later. It's amazing. This and is the only one out of all the fighting games I have ever seen well, Street Fighter reach this length. Street Fighter's still kind of around. Yeah, Street they Fighter's still releasing Street Fighter? That's yeah. crazy, but too. It's fi- well, Street Fighter 2 specifically. Street Fighter 2 has gone on 50 <laughs> versions or yes. something. But um, Mortal Kombat, is, it's interesting because it kind of had like its awkward teen years and then it's like, getting cool again. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> it was really cool in the first trilogy. The 3D years are a little sketchy. Oof. And then, like, MK9, which they rebooted as, like, Mortal Kombat, yeah. like, got cool again. And this MK11 is just, like, mind-blowing. Like, how, like... 10 was cool. Mm. That's I remember how we got introduced to all the, like, the being able to work with the habitat and all that. But the, I don't know if the one... What was the one with the weapons? The newer Mortal Kombat well, where they, they had weapons. They introduced weapons, I think, in the 3D era. I can't remember because I didn't really play those games. But they, like, the new yeah. trilogy... Like, this is the third of the new trilogy. So yeah. the, the, the last two games also had, like, weapons and things mm. yeah so that was kind of cool but like what i thought was really interesting and i used to hate this um like when you have actors in movies you want to see like the same actor like throughout yeah <laughs> continuity a bug just blew my mouth um <laughs> yeah I, but uh then i started like really appreciating how they kept evolving design because there's like four or five years between these games sometimes mm. so they would like instead of trying to like keep the same look like I said like katana in this game is like so clearly east asian but in the previous ones she was a little bit more vague she might have been like a mixed caucasian something yeah like. well it's also like sl- lower quality you know you, you can't see the pixels completely yeah so, well, you, yeah. so it, as far as like this like you i think they even had like a i'm not going to pronounce this right but the uh deus de la, like the day of the dead dia uh, de los muertos yeah version of katana in oh. mkx that's cool so it kind of hinted that she might be relatively latin american like i don't know like uh, so i but i like that even though there's a continuity going on between all the games and specifically this trilogy uh the characters themselves kind of like go through these various evolutions where they don't stay like the fact that ronda rousey's like voicing the last sonia blade in this trilogy but not the first two mm. like i know that that's probably not cool for the original sonia blade voice actor like, <laughs> it's kind of a neat like, sorry whenever they have an opportunity to like up the ante they do or like change something this game specifically the, i think the biggest controversy about mk11 before it even came out or is coming out is that the uh graphic designers made a very clear decision to not over sexualize the female characters um, which whatever you think of that, I think is a kind of a cool move uh, just to keep changing things up. The graphic designer, I don't know if they had worked on the other games as well, but in Mortal Kombat, it's kind of a tradition to have the bikini ninjas. 
which I won't lie, I liked when I, when Katana was first introduced. She was in a one piece, mm-hmm. then it gradually got to like two pieces to like lace. And I think at one point Melina is completely nude with just bandages. Oh yeah. <laughs> Did you ever that. play Killer Instinct? Oh yeah. yeah. Like Orchid is just like Orchid has short shorts on, I guess. Like, I guess, but that's a very that outfit is almost just like this skin. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, well, but but uh not to say that, like, is is not like the Mortal Kombat girls haven't turned into nuns in this one, but like, uh, I don't know. This is kind of weird to say, but like Scarlet and Katana and Jade and stuff, they're uh, like their breast sizes are like, like realistic, like, <laughs> and they're wearing like <laughs> even even though they're kind of like um, in like form fitting clothes, like Katana's wearing like like her legs are covered, like she's going into battle. So like the graphic designer had said something to the effect on. Um, Twitter that they're like we're right we have a story where these people are fighting for their lives and for like humanity and their worlds and like why would they be dressed why would they be in bikinis when they're doing that they're fighting for their lives yeah. you know so like they they went like a little edge to like let's try to make the the women the give them freaking armor <laughs> well they're not even in armor they're like let's just put them in like a bodysuit yeah least, or something like where they're not just like katana carries like fans. That are razor blades that can impale someone or decapitate them. Mm. Like she can't just be willy nilly around her bare legs. Yeah, with that crap, you know. Like so, it it was a interesting decision. I thought like so far all the female characters like Scarlet looks awesome. Katana looks amazing without without having to be in like lace, like attaching her like Tomb Raider boobs. You know, mm. like it, it, uh, it's just a cool like alternative because she's still super attractive. Like I I love it. Like <laughs> I watched a YouTube video not too long ago and it was like um, why. Like, if they made specific medieval armor for women, mm-hmm. would it look like they do like we we do today when we go, hey, we make these you know, you know, Xena looking princess warrior stuff like you know where it's obviously like a you know corset or whatever. It was like <laughs> an armored corset. It's like, would it work? And would they do it? And like he went back and being like, basically, he's like, like even Wonder Woman, her armor is freaking awesome. Well, like what the guy was like showing is like this stuff actually was made so it could fit a wide variety of people mm-hmm. he's like and so like there's enough area within most of the stuff that you could fit your boobs yeah, yeah. <laughs> like well that's what the whole story of joan arc was just you know? tuck them yeah. under your armpits it's all good <laughs> you duct tape them down it's funny josh pulled up this picture of orchid, <laughs> of orchid. i remember this now uh i like that is so realistic this, yeah those yeah look at wow. how it looked like i could put like a cheerio where her waist is <laughs> <laughs> around her waist but I, I it's funny i didn't remember until you pulled this picture up like how pronounced her nipples are <laughs> like it's it's uh yeah she's got some fan service there her she's got yeah we'll i just it, remember we'll seeing this there. when i was little being like what yeah like it's either you're a boobs guy or you're a butt guy she for got, this she, picture they got both going on there i'm all the way down bottom here i'm good, <laughs> I'm good at to no go with that ogling the orchid we, we should stop <laughs> but uh regardless i don't know I'm, I'm super excited for this mortal kombat 11 release. so i'm actually kind of getting hyped too and i'm not really like a huge mortal kombat fan but all the things that rod's been showing me all the uh uh, fatalities and and the uh, what do you call the X rays? I guess they are or uh, used this, to be. In this one, they're called fatal blows. So, so like, like they have this feature where if you get down to your last thirty percent of your health, then you have this uh, move that goes absolutely insane on someone that should kill them. But like like there's things where like you get impa- like impaled through the brain. But then you just get back up and start fighting. But isn't the whole thing with Mortal Kombat though? Like you're you're getting like impaled with every single hit. I just can't figure out. Well, so real quick, that's what happens to Hellboy, by the way. 
I don't know how it happens. <laughs> like, he gets impaled so many times. He Literally, does. There's one scene. All the way through him. He gets stabbed all the way through his body, his heart, and internal organs and stuff. Like, in the matter of, like, 20 seconds, at least 12 times. He's got, like, he's Wolverine's just, heel factor, though. And he though. just walks around. But Actually, like, even faster, I think. The thing straight through the chest, really, I just, like, I don't know how you come back from Anyway, but that's... He just can't be stopped. Kind of, but he gets, he does get stopped. He, he just, gets hurt, and he can he, he definitely feels it. Because uh, he, he, there's a point where, like, something, like, grazes his hand, and he, he goes, ow. Like, oh, the holy water. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, they like they guard some of the so the the caskets that the witch's body parts are in mm-hmm. are uh, sealed with holy water so that like <laughs> things like Hellboy can't touch them. That's right. Um, Which uh, I'm sorry to interrupt. Like the whole uh, splitting apart the woman the, into so many pieces and scattering her around the world that that makes me think of like a Castlevania like thing. Didn't hmm. they do that in Castlevania? Or like they had to put familiar. the they put the Dracula back together by so, taking the pieces from around I think the world. So, yeah. That was another thing that I felt like they didn't. They went to great lengths to explain that it happened. Yeah, mm-hmm. but then I expected that to be the driving plot of the movie. So the, the, the intro was like, and then they burst her parts into seven regions of the earth. And then when the movie happens, they're like, oh, we found them. And then they just put her back together. I was like, I wanted to see that journey to get her back together. Mm-hmm. Like, I felt like that was going to be like the movie, yeah. the way they set it up. They the, might that, as well just have banished her to hell and then brought her back. That mm-hmm. fairy pig is fast as crap because he was able to collect all those boxes while uh, Hellboy was basically being told by his father his his how he was came to be. Like, the whole <laughs> first half of the movie the fairy pigs collecting the boxes while Hellboy's learning about himself. And if what we just described doesn't make any sense, that's as much as we're given in the movie. <laughs> fairy pigs and boxes and all that stuff. And revenge and all these little yeah. tiny subplots that oh, don't really goodness. give it. you don't care at the end. If we get back to the Mortal Kombat features, uh, Vince was saying I was showing him some stuff. Like, I think it, that's what's kind of cool is like there's a lot of cool fan service. Like they have Katana and Scorpion and Baraka and stuff back. But then like these characters have like these features that I think anybody that sees them on the outside, like that's pretty cool. Like mm-hmm. they have uh Who's this, that they have spider this guy, chick? Oh well it, that's Devorah. But they have this um uh new character named Garrus who's like kind of like a time lord almost. And so there's a scene in the trailer where he gets his like head cut off as a fatality. You're like, okay, he's dead. And Kung Lao's like, well, that was easy. And then since he can control time, like the sands of time, like whirl around his head in like reverse time mm-hmm. to before he got impaled, and then they just continue to fight, and he avoids that situation. And it was like, how is this going to work in the gameplay? Like that's such a weird. That's like that's such like a like a I don't know like a weird like left turn for fighters. Like so, this character can actually like reverse the clock in the game. Weird. Like, and then there's another character named Cetrion. She's like mm. Mother Earth. So oh, she yeah. can she can summon like rocks out of the earth and fire and like she can like put vines in the earth. It, water. One of her fatalities they showed in the trailer was she like basically crucifies someone onto a tree, like impales their head and their hands to a tree, and then she grows to like of such a large size that she goes into outer space and can hold the earth in her hands, and then she shoots a like an energy, energy beam out of her beam, mouth yeah. and and just obliterates the person on earth. It was like. What is this? We should like, so ridiculous. Freaking watch it. It's really cocaine. I mean, like, all right, what could we think of? Yeah. Right? But it's, it's Talk sh- about a finishing move. And then he gets back up and starts fighting again. So no, the, char- the character that <laughs> Viz was talking about, Devorah, she's like, it's, if you imagine like thousands and thousands of like flies or insects, like flying insects, like that 
a, like a hive mind that form mm, a person. Devora, I got it. So that's what she. That's what she is. And then like in this trailer, they showed like a new gameplay aspect where like she dies, but then when her body falls back, a giant bug like emerges from the husk of her body. <laughs> and then there's this giant like bee thing that, that starts fighting. It's that not you fight human, as, like. yeah. <laughs> Okay. For the last like thirty percent of your life or whatever. It I, don't, is. I don't know what it is. I, everybody like saw that trailer and was like, "What the it's, hell just that happened?" That was crazy. <laughs> but the, things like this make me interested in that game. Exactly. I mean, I feel like it's out of you know left field. You're like, "What the?" This is even like, of course, the gore and the blood. Like it, it shocked you in the first one. Yeah. You know? And then they got better in the second and third. But I don't know like, if it would come like, back with this stuff. They're like, "Here's something else," and then you're like, "Whoa, mm-hmm. what the heck? This is different." Like I may play for like a couple months or whatever, and then get through like all the, what the characters can do, and mm. then, then like the hype com- kind of comes down for me. But like, I want to do that. <laughs> I want to play I'll just all, watch the all the cutscenes on YouTube. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> so there's a I thing do about normally. doing I'm, them. I'm going to watch all the cutscenes. Well, it's not even the, cut, the story mode in um, from the first two in this trilogy. Mm. I need to catch up, and I I can't play through them. I think they said this one. There's going to be about eight hours of cinematic. Wow! And so it's basically going to be watching a like whole TV series. Plot, That's why yeah. it's 25 gigs. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, but You're right. Uh, I, this is kind of uh, paralleling to the Star Wars thing. They, I don't know. I can't speak for all of MK fandom, but I dug this. They kind of for Mortal Kombat this new trilogy. They like turned it on its head. So like, uh, Raiden wins. I forget if it was Mortal Kombat nine or ten. He wins, and he's always been the good god like he's been the god yeah. of thunder he protects earth so in one of the ends of the games to save earth he absorbs like the demonic spirits and he becomes like the big bad of the game and it just turns it on his head Luke kang becomes like a like a reincarnated like evil soul and stuff and he starts ruling over it's it's crazy like all the oh jacks the good character oh yeah jacks gets his arms ri- you see his get his arms ripped off so he can get the metal arms and stuff mm-hmm. Like they they just start and turning then they everything do different around. things now. They like start to glow in this game. So that was yeah. So you, you know Jax, look at the big black guy with the metal arms. Yeah. Like it, in the trailer, they show him like this might have been in previous games, but I hadn't seen it. They he starts fighting, and then the more he's fighting, like his arms are heating up mm-hmm. because of all the physical force. And then he he just starts doing more damage. The like hotter the arms get, like it's ridiculous. It's really cool. That's pretty sweet. Uh, oh, and the, uh, I forgot this thing that Josh pulled up uh, in the combat cast. They did this Friday. They announced that there will be weapons and other like accessories, like mostly weapons that you can buy for the characters. But they said that you don't, you're not required to purchase them. You can play through the game without having to like buy extra stuff. Um, you you can like shortcut some things by buying things. But uh, overall, Nether Realm Studios uh, they they said they're not going to do any loot drops or. Anything like that, they want you to be able to like play the game as is, but then enhance it with stuff you buy. I think that's really cool, and it's like another thing that uh, we're seeing more and more often in video games. Now they have this like in-game currency that you mm-hmm. could buy things and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, will this like also be uh, in the like the internet st- side of Mortal Kombat as well, or is it what they said was anything that you can do besides just leveling up like normal? Like anything that you buy to augment your character won't apply like to online play, mm. so you can't just have like a rich person have like a really badass character. Mm. But I don't know. Like this is kind of new ground for me. Like yeah. having like 
online play and stuff. It's actually kind of exciting because also, like, I had mentioned this, I don't know at what point before, but, like, somehow Mortal Kombat's, like, the Spice Girls of the video game world because <laughs> it's, like, the most anticipated game for, like, the last six to seven months. And somehow no one in my geographic vicinity is excited about it. Yeah, where are you guys? But I'm excited, and so is apparently, like, millions of other people. Where I've are seen, they? I've seen a lot of it all over the place. I mean, yeah. it's just kind of weird. So we see that the bus stops and stuff, like, mm-hmm. any places movies. movie. A large promotion. Like, ads and things it's, but you had ma- mentioned it something uh, a few days ago rod about uh the same billboard you see your favorite movies on you saw your favorite game on yeah and it's just really cool because uh, like i mentioned previously like it's been 20 some odd years before I, since i followed this like fandom and i felt this excited about it and I don't know. It's just, it's really cool. I like if I saw My Little Pony on a, <laughs> on a big billboard, I would literally pee myself. That was last year. Oh my god, the that's movie. right. I forgot about that. <laughs> it's horrible. But, I feel uh, like LA's made though. Like I, I feel like there's almost practically buildings physically made of of billboards, like yeah. <laughs> in LA because you just it's turn true. around and I, I think there you can rent them out like Airbnb style now. In, just just play. in buildings <laughs> in downtown. In downtown, there's this one huge building that mm-hmm. has a big mural. That I don't know how oh, yeah. they change so frequently. Yeah, because it's so it's a skyscraper, and they change it almost weekly. I heard that it's illegal yeah. to do that, and that the guy that that does that, he, they just wrap it up in court for so long that like, uh-huh. like the movie's over by now. Next yeah. one, you know, like, wow. But, yeah, um, I the logistics of that. Vince and I host a show on Mob Crush on Tuesdays, and the next stream will be the release day of Mortal Kombat 11. We're probably not going to be able to play that game on the stream because oh, a the violence level, but b <laughs> the um, uh, logistics of getting these like new games downloaded and set up and all this stuff but we're definitely playing mortal kombat 3 for sega genesis and yeah. we have uh, one of our really good friends dan doby who's like the biggest mortal kombat 3 fan on earth so excited to have him he's a creator right. that you've seen his work you might not know his face um he's you, he acts sometimes but he's done aces commercials he's produced documentaries yeah netflix amazon hulu all that stuff he's cool. the man of many talents mostly behind the camera but, but he's the, the guy's freaking amazing he's literally one of like two other people I, that I know personally, they're actually excited about Mortal Kombat as like a property. Mm. So super excited to have them there for like Mortal Kombat Tuesday. That doesn't. That, so back in the '90s, it was Mortal Mondays when the game came out. I didn't it, know. It was like, oh, that's it was cool. Like phonetically, but Mortal Mondays. That was that was that ad campaign where the kid ran the street. Mortal Kombat because it was Mortal Monday. Oh gosh, um, I don't remember this at all. So well, you remember the commercials like Mortal Kombat? The yeah, kids, like, I think, but I don't remember Mortal Monday. Like, Mortal Monday, yeah, because that's when it came out for all home consoles. So. Mm. It's kind of, it's kind of cool. Like we're gonna be able to do our stream, the only stream that for some reason will let us do Mortal Kombat, or play <laughs> it at all, because every other live stream that we've been part of is like no Mortal Kombat. <laughs> is it just because of violence? Or? No, I think it's just because they don't like it. And they say it's not popular. It's like, a, it's a religion thing. I don't there's know. one game no, stream. <laughs> there's one gaming stream that we're part of that was like it's not popular enough and i'm like i don't know how because it's like literally the most anticipated video game yeah like, right at, now for like the last like half a year but um anyway so that this only stream that lets us play any of the mortal Kombat games yeah we're going to be hosting that show on the day of release mm. and we're going to have like one of the other biggest mortal Kombat fans with us it's going to be a really cool show so i hope you guys tune in yeah, that's right and you can look up rkvc the band that vince and i are in our music on all the music platforms spotify apple music all that stuff mm-hmm. And uh, our YouTube channel, you can subscribe to. We put stuff on there sometimes now. <laughs> Funny stuff. Actually, well, like when we, we feel like it. Well, like, we 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 went on this. We told all our subscribers that last year we're taking more time to do things, either of quality or that we kind of feel like doing, or that our sponsor they're going to help us, um, you know, like do more content. 
And that's what we've been doing. It's just been taking a lot of time to do these videos. But uh, hopefully we'll have some... I don't want to promise something specific for this week, but I'm hoping to get this done this week in time for Mortal Kombat to come out. But uh, we have that. And then uh, Josh has a podcast called A Band's Life. Woohoo! I just uh, I help... We, we all do music kind of stuff, and but we're also nerds. So uh, <laughs> I do a podcast where I just talk to bands uh, about how they're surviving in the music industry. And we kind of help each other out by saying, here, here's what we do, and here's what I do, and you know, here's how you can maybe do it too. That's right, because God knows you need help in that business. Oh, please, I need help now. Everybody. <laughs> yeah, so thanks again for tuning in. Make sure you stay tuned for next week's podcast on Yellow Spandex.